0: Did you know that TikTok isn't just about doing viral dance moves, but it's a great way to expand your online business. Today, we're gonna talk to one of the most knowledgeable people out there on growing both your LinkedIn and your TikTok reach. She has over 2 million followers herself on the platform. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. Hey guys, you know, we've had a few guests here on the podcast that work for Thrasio. Now, what Thrasio is, is they're a company that acquires leading FBA brands from small business owners just like you. They've got the experience of acquiring over 125 Amazon businesses, so they've seen it all when it comes to managing and growing an Amazon brand. So if you are thinking about selling your FBA business, visit thrasio.com. Forward slash helium ten to connect with the Thracio's deal team. That's t h r a s i o dot forward slash helium ten for more information on if your brand is a good fit for Thracio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium ten. I am your host Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that's a completely BS free, unscripted, and unrehearsed, organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level. In the Amazon world, we've got somebody who I don't think is an Amazon seller, but definitely helps a lot of Amazon sellers out there. Mayan, how's it going?
1: It's going great. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast.
0: I am delighted to have you here. Now, here's one thing: like I've known about you for a while. Like the first time I think you came on my radar, or when I heard, first heard your name, was probably like a year and a half ago. I think you spoke at uh, a woman's conference that I was just—I I, was—I didn't attend the conference, but. uh I went there to like set up a booth and I just looked at the schedule. I was like, wow, somebody who, who's a, an expert on, on, on TikTok and things like that. That's, that's pretty cool. And then I've, you know, heard of you at different events and seen you, but I'm like, you know what, one day I want to have her on the podcast. So I'm, What I do is I, I purposely try not to find out too much or do too much research because I like to, to, to find out about you like the same time everybody else is. So this is our first time officially, you know, talking and getting to know your backstory. So I, I know you probably, you know, talk about it all the time, but, but, uh, you just told me, right when we were off air that you're uh, in, in uh, Spokane area, is that where you were born and raised or you come from somewhere else?
1: Yeah. So I was born in Providence, Rhode Island, but I actually moved over to Seattle, Washington, uh, you know, with my parents when I was about two years old. So I've got zero memories of, of being over on the East coast mm-hmm. and spent most of my life growing up in Seattle. Um, then, you know, I went to college for just three semesters. So a year and a half down in Los Angeles at Occidental. And after mm. I dropped out, um, had a, a bunch of kind of adventures, uh, but ended up back in Seattle for a little bit before me and my husband, you know, wanted to figure out where we wanted to have a family and where we really wanted to, you know, find a place that we could call our home. And we discovered mm-hmm. Spokane, Washington, and just fell in love with it right away.
0: Cool, cool. Yeah, I've I've been there uh, back in my old Zumba traveling days. I used to do some uh, classes out there in Spokane every now and then. Love the. Most of the, a lot of the year, I like the weather, you know, like the deep of winter is a, a little bit cold, but, uh, rest of the year is pretty good. So, and the air is so nice out there. Like
1: yeah. That. You know, we got a lot of trees up here in Washington state. Mm-hmm. That's for sure.
0: Indeed. Indeed. Now, what did you originally go to Occidental for? Like what was your plan major?
1: Yeah. So I was going to be a chemistry major because my entire life until, until I dropped out of college. I was 100% sure that I was going to be a veterinarian. And Uh mostly that was because I just was very unaware of the real breadth of options. Like I'd never heard of someone who had... Um, Really, their own business. I had no exposure to the entrepreneurial world. And certainly the internet, you know, I'm that perfect age where I grew up with the internet. So I remember, you know, the first social media platform, which was AIM Instant Messenger. And I remember MySpace Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. all of the changes that happened. um, And they really kind of, you know, opened up new opportunities that my parents had never had. And so I I never really knew about them until I discovered them myself.
0: Okay. Now, when. When did you first really go hard and heavy into the the social media? You know, I mean, people people everybody uses social media, but then you've taken it to like about seventeen thousand levels uh, above that. Uh, was it TikTok? Was it LinkedIn? I know those are your two specialties, or or was there something else that? went viral, I guess you could say.
1: Yeah. So I started out with Instagram um, and this was about 10 years ago with my first business. So this was before, I mean, LinkedIn at the time was basically an online uh, address book and there was no content component. There was no social component um, and TikTok obviously didn't exist yet. So Instagram and Facebook were kind of the two main platforms and Instagram I found was just an excellent Um, tool for me to combine with my website. And at the time, I actually did have a product in my business listed on Amazon. And all three of them were just like a trifecta for getting wholesale orders. So we did a lot of wholesale. Mm. um, And it was just so convincing for businesses to be able to check out our website, be able to check out our Amazon listings, but then also see the social proof and that their customers that they already had were interested in the product.
0: Okay. Okay. Interesting. So then what uh, what was the next big social media platform for you to to you know expand your business on?
1: Yeah, so I mean, it was it was just Instagram for eight years until about two years ago, and then I hopped on TikTok, and that exploded really quickly. And uh, about the same time that I hopped on TikTok, I also hopped on LinkedIn, and that's been a phenomenal. LinkedIn's for sure my favorite platform.
0: Cool. Now, I, I I I I swear this is what it said, but I I think uh, I. I saw like your LinkedIn profile, like you have a little video on there, and then I think you start off saying like you are a social media psycho- psychologist. Is that what it said?
1: Yeah, so I've, I've changed the wording just a little bit, um, so I should probably redo that video. But I kind of coined myself as an expert in social media psychology. Mm-hmm. Um, compared to a lot of people, might be good at hacking an algorithm or these tips and tricks that only work for you know a period of time. But what I focus on are the tips and tricks that work with human beings. So thinking about social media just as a form of communication and realizing that communication is very patterned, very well studied and very well understood in terms of how we relate to different types of communications through digital space. So that's kind of my area of focus.
0: Okay, cool. Now let's stay on LinkedIn for a a little bit, you know, for the traditional Amazon seller, you know, yeah. You, you've been in the space a, a little bit and dealt with people. If you, if you don't know this, you'll know this soon, but like, you know, like 95% of Amazon sellers are like so secretive. Like you got to sign 17 billion NDAs. If I'm going to even tell you what category I sell in a little of my product, but, uh, you know, I, I can't, I'm not sure if I envision too much use for just like the typical Amazon seller, unless they're trying to network. But one thing that has really like increased in the last few years is, is people who, who start being proficient on Amazon, they, they want to start a course or, or they want to start, uh, you know, like an agency or, or, or something, you know, like where they're, they're networking with other sellers. So like for that kind of persona, like if, or, or even just somebody like me, you know, like I'm not trying to start anything. I work for Helium 10, but obviously I would love to get my, I'm not trying to be secretive about what I do. Like an Amazon seller, uh, I want to get, you know, help Helium 10 grow. Like how can somebody like me or somebody who's an aspiring, you know, agency starter or, or consultant or something like that? What are some like easy wins for us?
1: Yeah. So specifically when it comes to LinkedIn, like there's, I mean, there's a bunch of different um, ways to engage with people, but I think at the heart of everything, it's what do you believe? Like, what do you believe to be true at a core level about the world and, and your worldview and human beings? So part of the reason that I operate in the specific way that I do is because I believe a couple core things. Um, one is that people are good and they want to do good. Two is that people are the unlock key. It's, you know, who, you know, not what, you know, and obviously you got to, you got to know some things, but in terms of every single hyper, hyper successful human being that I've seen, you know, build large companies, um, achieve the things that I want to achieve in this lifetime. It's, it's because they've known other people who've been able to help them, support them, connect them, um, you know, give them resources, work together with them. And so if that's, how you believe and operate, LinkedIn is the perfect place to build those relationships, build those connections. And, you know, the the easiest ways to just do that are commenting on other people's posts and adding value and adding your insights. And I would say be interesting. Um, a lot of people think that maybe they don't live an interesting life because they're comparing their life to to other people's lives. And obviously we all live in our own lives. And so it, what might be boring to us is actually fascinating to other people. So just sharing who it is you are, what are your core values? Like, what do you stand for? What do you believe in? And what are some interesting things that you've done in your time here on this planet?
0: Cool, cool. Now, there is something that... Uh, I. I I think I was making a mistake uh, on LinkedIn. You tell me what's the proper etiquette. So like, I was like, man, I I, I was kind of treating LinkedIn like, um, I don't know, like Facebook or or Instagram. I was like, man, I just need more connections and and then it's going to be cool. But then I realized, I was like, wait a minute, once it goes 500 plus, like I hit 1000, I hit 1500 and then I'm just like accepting all these random people that I have no idea who they are or. Or I don't know what their their network is. What should I have done?
1: Yeah, so I think you know everyone's going to have different answers to this question. Personally, again, based on the core of what I believe, is every single human being has massive potential. And just because someone isn't your ideal relationship or ideal person you're looking to connect with now, doesn't mean that they won't be in one year, five years, or ten years down the road. And people want to do business and want to help and support people that they're familiar with and that they know. So personally, I accept everyone's connection request because who am I to judge whether or not they have Mm. value? Um, That to me is uh, an arrogant type of way to think. And and Mm -hmm. I certainly have no idea what most of these people are up to, what they're planning, what they're working on, just what you see on their profiles, not always what they're working on. Um, I would Mm -hmm. say a a good example of that um, are some friends of mine that a lot of people might know, um, Avask and and Melanie from Avask and Angelos from Avask. And they haven't updated their profiles in 10 years. I'm I'm working on updating them right now. So don't worry, they're about to come out with some super fire (laughs) new stuff on their profiles. But She's an amazing, incredible person that I, I have loved getting to know and network with. And I would be sorely at a disadvantage if I'd have just looked at her profile, um, made a judgment based off of that, and then said, nope, I'm not going to connect with you. But that brings me to kind of like my next point, which is people often are distracted and focus so much more on numbers. When numbers are not the point, the point are communications. So I think where you're making a mistake is you're thinking that the end game and the end goal is to grow the number of connections that you have when the mm-hmm. end game and the end goal should be to grow the number of deep relationships that you have. And relationships are built through conversation. They're not just yep. built through, um, you know, the click of a button, so to speak.
0: Okay. Okay. Now, uh, I, I like what you talked about about commenting other other you know people's posts and stuff. So you know, keeping active with, with my my news feed there and trying to engage. Absolutely, that sounds great. But what about on my my personal feed? Like, what kind of things, should you know, should I be doing original content? Should I be you know sharing content I write like on on other sites uh, onto there? Should I be making videos that are LinkedIn only? Should I be doing lives? What are what are some best practices there?
1: Yes to all of it. (laughs) So I think, (laughs) you know, there really is no bad type of content. It's, it's really, are people interested? Is it bringing them value? Is it relatable to them in their lives? And if the answer is yes, it doesn't matter what format that comes in. So I do a mix Mm -hmm. of, um, here's some examples of the mix of content that I do. I will share stories from my past with lessons that I've learned from them. Sometimes I will curate content from a news story that I saw and say, hey, oh my God, you guys, this crazy thing just happened in the news. Have you heard about it? Um, sometimes I will share a tip or three tips that I learned on you know, how to make great TikTok videos. Sometimes I will post polls and be a host or a moderator of a conversation or a discussion. Right. So all of those are really valid forms of content. It's really about are you creating content that your audience, that people care about and want to engage
0: with? Makes sense. Makes sense. Now let's um let's uh, switch over to TikTok. Now, last I checked, you had something like two million followers on TikTok. But just you know, just out of curiosity, how in the world did that happen?
1: Yeah, it happened through the power of really the TikTok algorithm. So TikTok's a unique platform where you don't have to go comment and engage on other people's posts. You just have to create content that goes viral. And so I figured out some elements of how the algorithm worked. And, and partly how I figured that out is because it so well mirrors human psychology. And that's kind of where that, you know, expert in, in social media psychology comes from is. technology has really advanced to operate very similar to how human beings actually think and behave versus before it was, you know, very simple coding where it was, you know, person takes action A and action B happens, and now there's so much variance and so much more nuance to this coding and these sets of rules that these social media platforms run by, I was able to figure out, oh, okay, this social media platform works based on on these factors and these factors. And so in about four months, I was able to grow to more than a million followers because I was able to tap into massive sources of attention that people were already paying that attention to other things. And then I mm-hmm. was able to kind of gravitate my content towards those other elements that people were really interested in.
0: How does that happen? Like, like you know, I, I could tell that there's a popular dance or, or that there's a popular subject, but it is, you know, that doesn't mean I, I know how to like take advantage of it. Is, is it like hashtags or is it just naturally posting it and organically because of how the algorithm works, it will, it's kind of like if you build it, they will come, uh, Kind of thing.
1: Absolutely. So think about it this way. Um, on any given day, before I even look at social media, before um, anything happens, my focus and attention will be geared towards specific things. A great example of that is around holidays, right? So leading up to Christmas, I am thinking about Christmas and so are billions of other people. So if I create content, that is about christmas people are going to be interested to see that because they're thinking about christmas so that that's more or less how it works is really understanding okay what are some things that the world is thinking about and interested to see content around and can i create good engaging content within that category
0: okay excellent excellent now let's uh kind of take it closer to home as far as our you know we have about eighty thousand listeners per month on this podcast, I'd probably say 90% of them are Amazon sellers. So I think one question, you know, might be like, you know, TikTok that they, they can probably see the potential there, but then that's like, okay, am I looking for influencers on TikTok? Am I making a TikTok for my brand? Or am I doing paid ads on TikTok that lead people to my Amazon store? Or is it a mixture of the three or all of the above? Or, or what, what? what's the path here?
1: Yeah. So I think it's going to be different for each person based on like really what it is they want out of their business. Um, And one of the interesting things I've seen just in the past six months that I hadn't seen in the past previous, you know, 10 years is that a lot of Amazon sellers are finally starting to think about themselves as a real business that sells on Amazon instead of an Mm -hmm. Amazon business. Um, And so what I mean by that is if you are someone, especially who has a, Um, you know, private label product. That is your product. That is your brand. And Amazon is just a sales channel. So TikTok can be a sales channel. Um, TikTok can be a brand awareness channel. It can be a place where you can really grow your overall business if that is how you think and if that is what you are looking for. Now, to kind of, you know, on the other side of that, there still are a huge number of Amazon sellers who only care about Amazon. Um, in that yeah. case, you know they're going to have a completely different strategy than someone who's really looking to leverage the platform to grow their entire brand and their entire business.
0: Okay. Okay. Now, on your LinkedIn, uh, on the very top, it said something about a million dollars worth of sales. I'm assuming I'm uh, somehow is that is was that the part of the TikTok related? And if so what What does that mean? Like, where did that come from?
1: No, so that's through Instagram. Instagram's an amazing product ah. sales platform. So in my glass blowing business directly through Instagram, I have generated more than a million dollars in revenue in about a five year period total through that. So that was um I, I had this kind of crazy cool concept that I was gonna run auctions through Instagram posts. So I would post up a piece of glass, you know, I'd have the auction rules, people would bid in the comments, and then I would send them a, a direct message, grab their PayPal email address, send them a PayPal invoice and kind of close the the deal with that. And we ended up doing um, for, you know, f- four out of those five years, really solid about 30 to 50 sales a day um, through that wow. plus our wholesale orders. So it, it stacked up uh, pretty quickly. I mean, we were working a, a lot um, and we, you know, had some pretty nice vacations in between. Um, yeah. But it was it was a massive amount of work to be able to kind of pull those numbers, not only on the sales side, but again, every single one of those um, transactions came with communication. And that that's really where I developed yeah. a lot of my skills around being able to sell through social, being able to understand why is someone spending money on something they absolutely don't need? And what what I mean by that is we had these customers who would buy 30 to you know 80 of the same piece, just all in different colors, and they'd, they'd build up these little collections. And to me, it was a bit flabbergasting because um, they just kept coming back for more and more. And so I really picked it apart and analyzed, why are some of these people such good customers of something that certainly they could go spend their money anywhere else? Like this is not solving a particular problem in the classical sense that we think, oh, a product must sell a problem that a, a you know customer has. And I realized that the yeah. biggest problem all of us have is that we're looking for more human connection. And, and we just want to be happy and we want to feel loved and we want to feel like we've got great friendships.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, I want to just give you just some random scenarios here Perfect. i'm just going to come off the top of my head and then you tell me what's the best path. So um I let's say you know not every product might be good for for TikTok. You know, you know like um I don't know, like uh, there's probably a bunch of a bunch, you know, like a, like a a replacement part for an air filter, you know like you know, hey, looking for a TikTok influencer might not be the best right. way to go there. But let, let let's say it's something like you know, we we have our project X that we did here at helium 10, where we, we just showed everybody the process on YouTube of finding a product and launching it. And there's still popular products today. And one of them is like a coffin shelf. Like it's a little, just a desk shelf that's shaped like a coffin and like Gothic uh, decor. People are really into it. So that like, to me seems like more of the Avenue, like finding an influencer to do a post. So if we're talking about the specific lane of, I want to find an influencer to, to hopefully get more eyeballs on my product. First of all, how do I find that influencer? And then how does the relationship work? Like what am I asking them to do? And then what are, are those people uh, doing?
1: Yeah. So to find influencers, you're probably the best way to do it is to search hashtags. So in the example that you gave me, um, you might search hashtag coffin, hashtag, um, dark humor, anything Mm -hmm. that would relate at all to not just your product, but the brand personality that your product has. So again, like a coffin, um, shelf, I would say, Mm -hmm. you know, is probably would have a personality of, um, again, dark, right. Like, you know, death related, um, possibly goth, like that could be another kind of, you know, personality hashtag search, um, and then you'd look at content and after clicking through content you would look at people's specific accounts and again just kind of looking over the general content that they're posting does their personality does their um, you know page create the same emotion that you're trying to create with your product and if you haven't done an emotional mapping, for either your product or your customer journey, that would probably be the best place to start. Um, And I definitely do run into a a good number of Amazon sellers who they're like, oh, this product just solves a need, right? Like a lot of Amazon products are um, need-based. That doesn't mean that your product is without personality. And so really understanding that every single product has a personality is really important. And then just matching that product or that brand personality with an influencer's personality and their content
0: all right guys quick break from this episode for my bts bradley's 30 seconds here's my 30 second tip you know we've been talking in this episode a little bit about you know spreading the uh the love on tiktok and getting people to your amazon listings into your brand but you know a great way to do that is is instead of sending them just straight to your listing you know whether you're using an influencer or your own page you know send them through sometimes two-step urls all right so two-step URLs that give you, uh, that have people search for a certain keyword uh, before getting to your page, like uh, the two-step brand URL or the two-step field ASIN URL are great. You can actually get those for free, at helium10.com forward slash gems. Uh, the more advanced ways, actually, and better ways, probably sending them through a portal or a landing page. So if you guys have a landing page service that you use, just go ahead and use that. Uh, if you're a Helium 10 member, make sure to use portals. And then the the advantage of that is be is sending them to a landing page first. You can collect their email address before they get to your Amazon page. Then they're your customer. You know, if you just send them directly to Amazon, sure, you, you'll get the sale maybe, but now they're just Amazon's customer. You'll never be able to like, Uh, market with them. So get their email address or contact information first. You can do that with Helium 10 Portals. Uh, More information at h10.me forward slash portals. Before we talk about what the action uh, is, let's say I find somebody, I, I personally don't know enough about TikTok to this, you know, I'm sorry, TikTok people out there, if this is a dumb question, but How do I contact them? You know, like on Instagram, I know how to do that. Like I find somebody's profile, there's a message button there, or, or, you know, sometimes they have their contact information, but on TikTok, how does it work?
1: Yeah. So on TikTok, you should contact them through Instagram. So TikTok has a feature that on people's profile page, they can link through, you know, a little Instagram icon button directly to their Instagram page and directly to their YouTube page. So that's absolutely the best way to reach out to people unless they have their email address listed in their bio, kind of like their little description portion of their bio. That's also a really excellent way to get in touch with them. And if they have that, it says, Hey, I'm open and wanting of communication through this channel.
0: Okay. Makes sense. All right. So now I found this, uh, you know, Gothic person or spooky person. And, um, and now I contact them and they're like, yeah, I'm down to collab with you. What do I tell them?
1: Yeah. So I think there's a lot of different ways to structure a deal. Like if you're unsure, you can always ask the influencer, be like, hey, I'm I'm new as a brand and I don't necessarily know what you would normally charge. Like, have you done other deals like this? Again, kind of the same way you might vet a service provider. Um, cause really they, they are a service provider, right? They're going to provide you with a service in exchange for some type of payment, ask them for some references, ask them for, you know, what's worked best for you when you've done promotions with other brands and just gather some information through asking questions. And then you can work on structuring a deal based on, you know, what your budget is, what, what their rates are and finding some hopefully common ground in between.
0: Okay. Um, uh, next step is what, am, what am I asking them to do? Like, is it a, is it best to do unboxing or or do they you know, do a long longer form video talking about my product or try and make it as organic as possible? What's the best way?
1: Yeah, so again, the content creator is gonna have much better ideas than you are as the brand. Typically, not mm-hmm. to say you can't come to the table having done some research on other people's videos and say, hey, like I really like these three videos because of reasons X, Y, and Z. Could we do something similar along those lines? But having a discussion mm-hmm. of, you know, what do you think would be the best way to promote this product? Um, on TikTok, typically you want to keep your videos pretty short. So the 15 second range is normally where videos go viral. Not to say that you can't do a minute long video and have it go viral, but it it has to be yeah. really, really well done. There typically has to be a lot of work and a lot of storyline and a lot of hooks in turns and twists within that single minute because people have very, very short attention spans on TikTok, um, so keeping it really short, but just asking the creator, "Hey, like, what do you think the the best type of content to make to achieve this result is?" So be really, really clear as the brand. What are you looking to achieve? What does what success in this influencer marketing deal look like? Does it look like a viral video? Does it look like conversions? Does it look like comment engagement? What, what is it just really good content that you can share on your other social medias, like your Instagram reels, put on your website as social proof and a testimonial? What does success look like?
0: Okay, and then, you know, I don't know, maybe from things that you've helped with or or people in your network that you've heard of, somebody who has done something like this an amazon seller reached out to a TikTok tock uh, influencer or influencers and did something and these were the results like any stories uh, yeah. off the top of your head
1: so um i am a part of a new startup that is connecting china amazon brands very specifically to mm-hmm. us and european based influencers and the reason for that is because over in China, I'm I'm sure a lot of you guys know, they're at least two, three years ahead of where we are here in the US in terms of e-commerce, in terms of social media platforms, specifically around short form video. And for those of you who don't know, TikTok was spawned from a, or created from a company called ByteDance. And it is almost the exact same coding as an app that they've had for a good number of years, which is Douyin. And Douyin okay. is TikTok, but it's in China and, you know, about the kind of uh, digital wall where we can't see anything that's that's over in China and they can't see any of the content over here in the U.S. So there have been a good number of brands, um, and this is why this startup kind of was created, that over there used maybe 150 to 200 uh, Douyin, aka TikTok influencers, but over in China. And mm-hmm. they were so successful in terms of promoting the brand that they were able to launch onto the publicly traded market. So these companies, you know, oh. went from doing several million dollars to having, you know, market valuations in the billions.
0: Okay. Now, what if, what, you know, you, you talked about Amazon brands. What if I am an Amazon brand and, and, you know, I'm not trying to make my own personal, you know, profile under my, my, my name, but then uh like, for example, that coffin shelf brand name on Amazon is Manny's Mysterious Oddity. So if I wanted to make a Manny's Mysterious Oddities TikTok, uh, you know, profile, like, what would I be doing? Like, uh, you know, should I be posting every day? Should I just, should I just be reposting things that other uh, influencers make? Uh, what kind of original content should I be making? If if my end goal is, I'm just trying to like get more exposure. Or my uh my brand out there and and then hopefully you know organically people will just end up on, on amazon later
1: yeah i think um you know really looking at again what are other creators doing that's working because you know when you ask me a question like that there's literally millions and millions of variations of videos that are working so what you decide to create or so to answer your first question yes original content um sharing other people's content isn't going to work super well unless you're using some of the features like the duet feature and the stitch feature, Mm -hmm. which are native to the app for people who don't know what that is. The duet feature has someone else's video, um, right next to, your video. So the spleen is the screen is split in two. On one half is someone else's video, on the other half is your new video that you're going to be doing. The stitch feature takes the first five seconds of someone else's video and all you see full screen is that person's video and then it cuts and all of a sudden now you're able to film content. Mm. So those are kind of the two ways that you can really incorporate other people's content that have worked really well. Um, In general, though, creating original content is really how you can tap into virality. It's how you can build brand awareness in a really significant way. And it's how you can leverage some of your success on TikTok to other areas that can drive traffic really well. So for example... Um, I'm sure most of you guys know articles and backlinks, right? Getting featured on people's yeah. blogs, um, getting you know featured in Yahoo Finance or um, in any of the major publications online, that can drive a pretty good amount of traffic. And a lot of times, you can get featured in in those types of publications or on blogs because you're you're doing TikTok content that is performing well. Like right now people are really interested in businesses that are using TikTok. It's just, again, tapping into that major attention source and Mm -hmm. leveraging it for your specific goals.
0: Okay, cool. Do do you do much on the paid side of TikTok? Like do you advise... Uh, at all on, on doing, running paid uh, ads?
1: Personally, I don't because there are a couple companies out there. Um, the one that I know of that does a really good job is called Moto 25. And literally all they do is paid advertising on TikTok. They've been doing it for about two years now and they've got you know hundreds, if not thousands at this point of campaigns that they've run with brands. So they have way more de- uh, data and experience around that. And I just kind of, you know, I like to stay in my unique area of expertise versus trying to do everything.
0: Okay, cool. Now, uh, we do something on the show we call that, or the TST 30 second tip. So like, maybe you can give us like a, a few uh, 30 second tips, either about LinkedIn, TikTok, or, or just life hacks, anything in general. What are some uh, quick hitters that you think are are very actionable for our Amazon sellers out there?
1: I'll start with LinkedIn. Right now, utilizing the polls feature is one of the features that will drive the most engagement. So if you haven't started using LinkedIn polls yet, Go ahead and do it and just pick something that's a hot topic of discussion that people have a a strong opinion about. Um, Another LinkedIn tip is send a message to anyone who reaches out to connect with you. Remember, it's all about conversations and building connections through relationships where there's value exchange. So find out who someone is and why they're wanting to connect with you. It's a, a major way to build those relationships. And I'll do one more for LinkedIn, which would be use video even though video typically underperforms in number of views, those views are super high quality because someone watching you in your face and hearing your expression and your energy for 30 seconds can have a much deeper and last more lasting impact than them just reading a, a text-based post. So now I'll hop over to TikTok and do a couple tips. So on TikTok, remember that in 10 to 15 seconds, you're not really using a whole lot of your active brain power or thought processes. It's a lot of subconscious thinking and behavior. So that means a couple things come more heavily into play, one of which would be colors. Colors, we have evolutionarily, um, you know been geared towards paying attention, even if it's just an extra second of our eyes lingering towards certain colors. So bright pink, bright orange, uh, rainbow colors, those can be utilized really well to grab people's attention. And in that same vein, another tip would be make sure you're utilizing movement. There's a reason that sports bars have like 30 TVs in them and it's because it captures your attention you have a it's very hard for a human being not to look at motion so make sure you're incorporating motion into your videos again to grab people's attention another tip uh, along the lines of attention right because it's all about attention is you have to capture someone's attention on a TikTok video in about the first second Um, People are getting into a swipe or a scroll mode, kind of the same way people used to channel surf, right? Like when it would hit a commercial and someone's just going to click click, click, channel, channel, channel up through the buttons. People are having that same behavior on TikTok. So you got to capture their attention really quickly. And I'll do one more. Last tip would be do not discount sound and audio. Again, in a kind of subconscious consumption state, what we hear actually has a much more powerful effect than in our everyday life where we either tune out noises very easily and and kind of create white noise. um, or where we have more time to think about what we're hearing. People do not have a lot of time to think about what they're hearing or seeing. And so sound can be a really powerful tool.
0: Okay. Wow. That's been a, a great help. And thank you for all this information. It's the first time we've ever had and We've done like 270 270- episodes here. We've never talked to somebody who's a specialist in these things. So we really appreciate it. I'm sure people might have more questions. So how can they find you on the interwebs out there to uh, reach out to, for your services?
1: Yeah, I would say, you know, LinkedIn's probably the best way to get in touch with me. I spend the most time on that platform than any other platform, but Instagram's also a great way. So my, my LinkedIn, you just search my name, first name, last name. Um, I should be the only one who pops up for that. And then on Instagram, it's Myon Gordon media. So just my first name, last name together media on the
0: end. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today and maybe we'll we'll bring you back in a year or so and and let's just see what has come about with that new partnership you just talked
1: about. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds wonderful. Thank you for having me.